You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. Yes, it's a Write That Down Wednesday on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a dang Super Bowl before we die. And the odds are a little better now than they were a few weeks ago. Gentlemen, playoff odds, I think, north of 70% mm-hmm. as we sit here today. Mm-hmm. Got the, the Broncos, a very beatable team on Sunday night football. That Bears game did not get flexed on Monday night, right? Wasn't yesterday the deadline to flex that thing? I thought it was, but then I've seen, uh, I also saw a report that today m- might be the day, but I think it gets left now. I think Josh Chicago Dob- market, Josh, Josh Dobbs story, yeah. Vikings resurgent. Yeah. yeah. Division this rivalry. Is- Pen- yes. Pending what they do with the Bengals game, the Vikings don't have another noon game until Christmas Eve. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they get the bye, and then the Vegas is a mid-afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so but, sleep but in, that's a, folks. That's a one, that's a, a one o'clock start in Vegas, right? So so it's a traditional start time. It's just because they're on the road. But, yeah. Well, yeah, but your internal, it's, your it's, internal it, our, our clock here where we live yeah, will be, but I'm just will be saying, 3.30. That's <laughs> but it's not a gymnastics. Spe- what time gymnastics are you doing right now? It's not a It's not Those a London games game. technically are new not, London time yeah, games. So, so it's not a specialty game. I'm talking about specialty games. I think Chicago's not as, as a specialty game. <laughs> I literally said they don't have a noon game yeah. until in Christmas Eve. And you've turned it into a in 1 o'clock somewhere. I'm tell I'm telling you it's just an or that one's just an ordinary game. Chicago night game, Monday night. Yeah, let's go. Let's fire it. By the way, it doesn't matter what time it is, whether it's noon, five o'clock, four in the morning, quick trip oh, is God, the yeah. convenience store you should walk into. We we literally bought our like half weeks of uh, worth of groceries two weekends ago. We're gonna do it Still again going? this weekend too. Oh no, they were gone within by Wednesday. Got, oh, gone. Okay. All of it. Bananas gone, everything. It was great. But you found out the most important thing, which is Quick Trip, is your one-stop shopping. You can get everything there. In my case, it's some of the delicious uh, Karuba coffee. In the Mackey's case, it's groceries. And guess what? Quick Trip also wants to make you a winner with what they're calling their Vikings opening drive a contest. Here's the deal. Purchase any pothole pizza or 20-ounce Pepsi-Cola product with Quick Rewards to enter. Purchase both products together with Quick Rewards and receive 10 bonus entries one weekly winner will receive a $10 gift card for every yard gained during the Vikings opening drive. If the Vikings get a field goal on that drive, which they did this past weekend, the winner will earn an additional $500 quick trip gift card. If the Vikings score a touchdown, you never know with Josh Dobbs never on the, the opening drive. The winner will earn an additional $1,000 quick trip gift card. Uh, the weekly winners have a chance to win up to $2,000 in quick trip gift cards. All weekly Winners will also be entered for a chance to win a grand prize, which is a pair of 2024-25 Viking season tickets, free fuel for a year from Quick Trip. That'd be nice. And that comes to a total value of $5,500. 
See quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details. Quicktrip.com slash sweepstakes for details on the Vikings opening drive contest. Yes. Also, uh, hey, thank you guys. You guys have helped us raise $1,000 in the last 48 hours for our friends at Secondhand Hounds. So just a quick reminder, it's Give to the Max Day tomorrow. It's basically Give to the Max Week. And so here at Purple Daily and across the Score North Network of podcasts, we are dog lovers and uh, secondhand hounds. Uh, whether it's rescuing dogs from kill shelters or from owners who can no longer provide care for their dogs, they are a nonprofit animal rescue based in Minnesota that provides safe shelter and works hard to find each of these animals a permanent loving home. So, uh, and thanks to our friends at Nutrisource, they are matching the first $1,000 as well. Scornorth.com slash donate. That's scornorth.com slash donate. Pitch in $5, $500, whatever you feel comfortable with. We appreciate you animal lovers out there. Here's how Write That Down works. It's our weekly prediction segment where we are the only show in America that actually is stupid enough to put statistics next to our predictions so you can see how wrong we are on a regular basis. Hmm. It's three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. Those are the parameters here. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns on this show. And if you want to be like our guy Nick, who's about to make another appearance, on write that down. You can send us a message. Send it to Declan through the Score North app. There's a feedback tab, and we'll get you scheduled for some time in the coming weeks. We'll start with Judd's accountability session. Not great, Judley. Not great. Oh, over two. You said the Vikings Bears game will be flexed out. Now I thought the deadline was yesterday. You're holding out hope that it might be today. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be so. If it, if it gets flexed out, we'll revisit this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Proper credit. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said within the first eight games, Kevin O'Connell would give Brian Flores a game ball. He, I feel like he kind of reserves these for the players. I haven't seen that on any of the video clips. No, I mean, I'm guessing he is, you know, Mentioned it might have been done privately, but sure. it had to be done, but we can't know that. So, yeah. Mm, I don't think so. No, no, I think it's, it's all done. players. It's all players, yep. right? Nope, nope, nope. I think it's I, fair. I don't even, you barely see him. You see, like, the only non-players you even see in those locker room videos are like the goofy Wilfs just standing there in their suits with big smiles, Wario. And they're Ziggy. always in the front. It's like, move, <laughs> like at least move to the, the back. back. Yeah, what yeah are you move doing? to the back. This is for the players, dude. Anyway, yep, that's fair. All right, not a bad week for me here. I did tell you that the Vikings-Broncos Sunday night football game would get flexed out, but that's all of a sudden a really interesting game because the Broncos are back in the playoff picture and... The Vikings are this fun storyline. Looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Told you guys that uh, Josh Dobbs, despite being a turnover machine and a safety machine in that first game, overcoming it, would not turn the ball over against the most interception-friendly uh, defense in the NFL, the Saints. He did not. Yeah, that first, what was it his first or second pass, though, was really oh, dicey. Addison, and then I feel yeah. like after that it was okay. I kind of like the he's got a little bit of a gambler mentality. I think oh, yeah. we'll find oh, out yeah. more as we watch him play more. But, you know, Kirk brilliantly made a career off of just trying to avoid catastrophic mistakes. And he would make some of them. But, like, Kirk very rarely would just howitzer a bunch of turnovers, right? <laughs> there was that Falcons game a few years ago during the pandemic season, I think, yeah. where he had a bunch of turnovers. But, um. But he, he's very much risk-averse, and Kevin O'Connell was trying to get him to be a little bit more, hey, it's okay to throw a 50-50 ball once in a while. Josh Dobbs, we'll kind of see, but to this point, he's, <laughs> he's 
It's been a little yeah. reckless with the ball, and we'll see. Uh, I told you the Vikings would bring back Miles Gaskin to the active roster or practice squad after he was cut by the Rams, and it didn't take long for that to happen. He's back. Okay. Uh, listeners, Nick said Ron Rivera would be fired by week 11, and here we are in week 11. He's coaching. He's coaching this weekend. They just yeah, won I, a game last week, actually. They did. They did. I'm not sure he's going to be coaching 2024 with the Commanders, but... They're feisty. They are feisty, yes. They're feisty. Our guy Chansey said the Twins will win more games in October than the Vikings. And the Twins posted a nice number, man. So they lost their their last regular season game was against the Rockies, I think. And they lost on October 1st. But then they won the two games against the Jays. And they won one game against the Astros. Mm -hmm. So they had three. But the Vikings rattled off four wins in the month of October here. So, Chancey, sorry, man. You, it's a good creative prediction, but incorrect. And then Lawyer Chase said, we missed this one a few weeks ago, by September 30th, it's supposed to say, of 2023, Justin Jefferson and Anthony Edwards would be featured in an article and recreate the Randy Moss-Kevin Garnett photo. Mm. We still haven't JJ, seen that. JJ liked the Wolves post that they Jake used. Scraff's Jake Scraff's made it. Jake yeah. Scraff's, yeah. And JJ liked the tweet, and everyone was speculating if this is ever going to happen. Because I made this exact prediction a year ago as well, and mm-hmm. didn't happen. It'll happen at some point, I think. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Declan, you said the Vikings would beat the Saints, and the Lions would lose to the Chargers. Mm. Close. Uh, but you did say that Ty Chandler would score his first NFL touchdown against the Saints, which is a touchdown prediction for you. Should have had two of them. Nice. Nice job. So, so with that, Declan on the season, which runs through the Super Bowl, 37.7% completions. I just jumped Judd 35.5 to Judd's 35.4%. <laughs> Listeners at 24.5% completions. Judd with a narrow touchdown lead, 10 touchdowns. Declan has nine. I have nine. Listeners have five. And all time, Declan, uh, less than 1% lead over Judd, just under 36% to 35%. I'm at 33%. Listeners, 23 I have the most touchdowns with 42. So it's a tightly contested battle here. What a race. This is great, man. Drama. Let's get Nick in here. He's our guest listener predictor. What's up, guys? Nick, what's going on, man? What? Uh, remind us again, what's your background as a Vikings fan, Nick? Oh, man, Declan already knows this story. But uh, in 1998, I fell in love with Minnesota because we were really good. And then my mother, my wonderful mother, she got me a Gary Anderson jersey. And uh, no, dude, I swear, I swear. Yeah. So I never wore that Gary Anderson jersey ever, ever again. They should have sold the Gary Anderson like one bar helmets. Did they did they sell those? No. How how did she how did she land on that jersey? Cheap jersey. She, I was, I think I was, uh, I was nine, so she didn't want to buy me, you know, an expensive jersey because she didn't, you know, I'm in Virginia, so she thought maybe I'd switch to Washington, but, uh, you know, twenty no, years later, dumpster fire franchise, uh, Washington. Oh no, I refuse. I, I have heard, and we, it's funny because you know we we can look through some of the like podcast and YouTube analytics and see like where from the country like audiences are from. 
And for years and years, I've always heard that Virginia is kind of just a weird hotbed for Vikings fans. And we will see it sometimes in our metrics. Is that true? Yeah. So I, it didn't really bring it into perspective until I went to the Washington game last year and there was way more purple than Washington. And usually like with the giants and Philly, you know, of course the NFC East teams, they, they all are popular around here. So they, usually take up the stadium, but to see Minnesota show up the way we did in Washington last year was insane. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Virginia, man. One of the hotbeds of Vikings fans. So we're going to go around the room three times. We'll start with Nick, over to Judd, Declan, back to me. Nick, you are under center, sir. What is your first prediction? Write this down. All right. So I don't know if this is a touchdown, but it's a little two-leg parlay. But um, I think next year – Brian Flores and Daniil Hunter will be back in purple next year. That would be that would be key to this defense being awesome again in 2024. So Flores is going to he's going to get interviews even more mm-hmm. so cuz remember he got interviews last year coming off like a linebacker job with the Steelers. Now he's yeah. coordinating this crazy jump in defensive performance. He's absolutely going to get 3-4 interviews, you'd think, right? Yeah, I just think with uh, with what we have built here, I do think it's special. I've said that before Kirk went down, and I think it's going to be, you know, a West West Phillip kind of case where he got offers to go coach, and he was like, you know what, I like what we have in Minnesota, and I think Brian is going to see that as well and stay. I, I think Flores has um, the, the advantage now, too, of probably waiting for a job he wants. Yeah. Like he he doesn't strike me and and again the whole dolphins thing which was which was a dumpster fire to a certain degree from the top, uh, I wonder if he if he would just take a job. I gotta believe that he he would be a bit more picky because Phil to your point if, if he's got three or four opportunities it's not going to be like well you gotta take Cardinals job or you're screwed. So you know who should hire him but they probably won't. They it's an organization that loves defense defensive coaches. The Chicago Bears should hire Brian Flores. I would hate it that. would be awful for the Vikings <laughs> if that happened. But if they were smart, they would they would fire Matt Eberflus. They'd probably get rid of Justin Fields and start over there again too. But or go get a veteran quarterback. You got a bunch of other interesting pieces, and then hire Brian Flores to change that defense. I think Ryan Poles ne- next guy, a quarterback guy. The the good thing is. Um, O'Connell is the latest in a long line of guys that I think he's going to cause teams to not necessarily embrace hiring defensive guys. Yeah. Cause if it's up to me, I, I want a guy, I mean, O'Connell has made a world of difference in the QB room and it's been huge. Right. So if I own a team, if I own the bears and I was just convinced to hire the defensive guy from the Colts and it's going terribly and fields really is not developing. My next guy is going to know exactly right. what the hell he's doing. So it actually might work to the Vikings advantage and O'Connell's advantage. that guys like O'Connell are going to be the hot ticket guy. So, yeah. All right, Joe, what's your prediction here? Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs will have more passing and rushing yards on Sunday evening than Russell Wilson. Okay. He'll run for more yards and he'll pass for more yards than the Broncos seemingly washed up quarterback. He's a little less washed up than he was a year ago, but he's certainly not Seattle Russell. Anything like he used to look. Dex. All right. I'm going to go with a couple specific predictions here. Uh, First one, 
Josh Dobbs' first completion against the Broncos will be to TJ Hawkinson. So the first completion. I tried that one. We'll go mm-hmm. to TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> you guys, your little dink and, dink and dunk predictions here. Write this down. He's the most targeted player on the team. I predicted this one was wrong. Yeah, I'll defend Declan here. No, this is. This, it doesn't I'm, mean I'm, that your prediction of it wasn't also a dink and dunk this, prediction. This is not oh, a dink and dunk oh, prediction. you're it's turning on the whole show now, huh? <laughs> no, yeah. this, uh-huh. is, a, this yes. is a specific I'm one thing, one item in a in a vacuum. He will complete yeah. his first pass to yeah. one player. That's not dink and dunk yeah. at all. The, the audience is our highly entertained right now by this. Stop attacking our prediction. Mm-hmm. Write this down. <laughs> the coin toss will be, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, I'll swing. This is a, this is a touchdown prediction. Kevin O'Connell didn't even get a sniff of coach of the year last year. He's winning it this year. Kevin O'Connell, NFL coach of the year. Write it down. Okay. Write this down. Good talk. Okay, back to Nick for okay. your second prediction. All right. All right. So I was gonna I was gonna add something to this, but I looked up the stats this morning. I think I dug myself in a deeper hole. But I believe that Ty Chandler will finish with more yards than Alexander Madison. He's I think he's close to four hundred yards behind. So it's a lot, but I I've been on the Ty Chandler hype since preseason last year. Um, I think it's honestly disrespectful that they keep trotting Madison out there. I love Alex as a person, player. What we he's all do. The organization, he's fantastic. But at, there comes a point where if you're not doing your job, you lose your job. It's yep. just it is what it is. And every time this kid is in, he should have had two touchdowns last week. Um, so, yeah, that's my prediction. I think Ty Chandler will finish ahead of Madison. He's 300 and close to 400 yards behind now. He is. It's just under four. He's like 380 yards behind Madison. So this would be, this is a great prediction. That, is this that, rushing, that would be is a this rushing yards or total yards. Uh, whatever gets me the touchdown. <laughs> I mean, I think either. either one of them would get you the touchdown. I would say he's, rushing uh, then. yards okay. from scrimmage. He is 500 behind Alex okay. Madison. Okay. So if he catches him in either one of those categories, I mean, Madison's going to play again. Like he's not—he's not like out for the season. So, it's—I think it's a touchdown either way. Write this mm-hmm. down. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts, or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Judd? So, when, when uh, Phil, you just made your O'Connell prediction, I did not say a thing because I was about to say something, and I'm like, no, hold on a second. I'll hold that for the moment right now. So, right this I thought down. my prediction just shell-shocked everyone. Or their internet O'Connell, no, no, no. I, I was going to say this, and then I'm like, no, I'm going to keep quiet because I'm going to wait till it's my turn to say mm. What my response? You is. could have said that verbatim after I made my prediction. Awkward silence. It wasn't awkward at all. It was not awkward at all. You could see my you could see the wheels turning <laughs> in sports dad's brain so that I would say this. Write this down. D'Amico Ryans will be the NFL coach of the year in the National Football League. He's right in there, too. Yeah. 
the turnaround there is too great in my opinion. And they love like last year, Dable first year playoff team giants. Right. I think. And, and the fact that the fact that Houston has, and I have no idea because he's a defensive guy, how much D'Amico has to do with this, but the fact that Houston has actually drafted a quarterback who's, who looks good is going to be to his advantage too. So I think D'Amico yeah. wins. Houston's Houston's had some sneaky like Matt Schaub was good for a few years and they had Deshaun Watson uh, and yeah. like Deshaun they've done a better good. job than like the Bears and some other franchises and but CJ Stroud man yeah he I think he just might be one of the ten best quarterbacks in the league as a right this down and Deshaun's out my, own, again. my only problem with D'Amico winning it over KOC is if D'Amico lost CJ Stroud I think it's a whole different story. Um, Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think what KOC has done with Josh Dobbs, uh, I'm actually still a Jaron Hall hype train. I think he deserves some play, but what Josh Dobbs has done, it, it's nothing short of spectacular. Agreed. It has to be considered. And no Justin Jefferson, you know, mm-hmm. they've had they've had offensive line injuries and stuff. All right, Declan, the second prediction. All right, write this down. The Vikings' first touchdown against the Broncos will be a Josh Dobbs rushing touchdown. All right. So he will again roll out, use his legs. The first touchdown the Vikings score against the Broncos will be a Josh Dobbs rushing touchdown. That's a a touchdown, correct? Prediction? I think so. It's not a check down. It's not a check down. It's definitely not a check down. No, no, no. No, It's very specific because it's the first one. It's because it's rushing, because the other options are passing touchdown, could be a rushing touchdown for somebody else. Like, I think it's specific enough that it. It also assumes they're going to score a touchdown, which, you know, Denver's yeah. defense has been a lot Never better know. since they got 70 points hung on them. At altitude. Okay, I am so confident Write this down. that the Broncos are a fraud, despite the way that they've been winning. Like, they have wins over the Chiefs and the Bills, and you're like, oh, my God, here they come. It's all based on turnovers. Josh Allen turning the ball over, Patrick Mahomes uncharacteristically now, the Vikings have shown that they could maybe go off for three or four turnovers, too, so I'm not ruling that out. But I think the and the Broncos' offense, too, it's mostly just like dink, dunk, four yards, five yards. Russell Wilson, you know, shelve himself. The Vikings are going to ambush the Broncos in the first quarter. Write this down. Vikings will have a double-digit lead in the first quarter of this game on Sunday Night Football. Wow. little ambush. We'll see what that's happens. It. They got to hold on to it and all that stuff. I'm well, just yeah, saying the Vikings rip, are going to yeah. come out hot in this game. You, you know what's going to, you know what? I know exactly how they're going to, to get it too. And it's going to make Declan very confident. Greg Joseph's going to hit like a <laughs> 60 yard field goal in the rare no air. They're going to attempt Colorado. a 60 yarder in the they're, first yeah, quarter. Yeah, he's going to hit like a fit, okay, 58 so. yards. Bang. So they're going for it. <laughs> they're, they're, they're going for it. He doesn't go for it as much as I'd like. Oh, no, not even close. That the, was it the I wouldn't fourth go for three more. last week. I hated that. I, I was screaming at the TV. Yeah, a little bit of Mike Zimmer in there of like, mm-hmm. uh, dude. I don't know if I should go for it. man. 59-yard field goal, Greg Joseph. Yeah. Write this down. All right, back to Nick for his third and final prediction. So my final prediction, even with Justin Jefferson being out the last five games, I still have Addison, Hawkinson, and Justin Jefferson all hitting 1,000 yards. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, J.J. is at, what, 550 or something? 
I could see this happening. They're all kind of bunched within like what's Addison like at now? I think I he's think around Addison was right under five. Is he five hundred something? Actually, I have it. I literally have it right in front of I'll, me. Maybe oh, maybe Declan say. can look it I'll up. Look, but. I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, it's uh, six eighty one for Hawkinson, six oh three for Addison, and five seventy one for Jefferson. Ooh, okay. So they they're all within striking distance. With seven mm-hmm. games to go. I love Nick coming in here, man. Just slinging it, coming bringing hot. the takes here, coming in hot. Nick, since you've got this life-changing platform right now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this peak moment? Uh, Not necessarily for sports because I'm kind of a loner as a Vikings fan, but I definitely want to give out a shout-out to my bands. Uh, one of them is called Tell Me More, and the other one is Head On Collision. It's a early 2000s pop punk, and it means everything to me. Dude, this is Judge That's Chance awesome. to play to play the Tom Hanks role in that thing you that do. That thing you do, and man, one of my favorite Nick's films career. of all time. Yep. Hey, we need it. Head on Collision, great name. Thank you. the The one I've always thought that that would, would be perfect <coughs> for a band, Blunt Force Trauma. Wow. Uh, I, I don't oh, think I've ever wow. heard that one before for a band. No, Nick, that whole era. That that's my oh, era, yeah. man. Uh, you, Dude, Fall Out Boy, Yellow Card, American Rejects, Simple Plan, okay. Some Forty One. I can yeah. I can go on. It's my entire Spotify rap that'll come out here in a couple weeks. Will just be all of that music. I just listened to yeah, the same thing since I was in ten years old. Yeah, me too. Um, no, I have a, a wonderful producer. Um, it, it sounds really good. I'm very proud of the product. Um, we're we're almost finished. It's almost going to be released. I have some songs already out, um, such as Reckless Love, Better Off, Lose It um but yeah i would definitely uh please i would love the purple community to let me know what y'all think awesome man you're Nick, awesome man and Thank shout you. out the name of your band again in case people missed it, it is, the first time it's tell me more is one and head-on collision is the other i have another band name meet in the a gap how about that <laughs> football mike zimmer is the the front man yep <laughs> lead vocals the album, the album name is just linball yeah. Just, the album name is just Linball with, with the gas mask yeah. on the album cover. Oh man, Nick, great stuff, dude! Thanks for coming on. Thank we'll you. talk to you thank again you, sometime. You, you. Yep, absolutely. All right, be- before we make our final predictions here, let's talk about our friends over at Surly Brewing Company, Judd. The Before I Die Lager that's taken the entire uh, country—not the entire country, but like Minnesota and beyond—by storm. I should say. Yeah. Absolutely. And before I die, it speaks to a mission that we sort of thought was dead after what week five or so the Vikings one and four at the time. And it's like, okay, before I die becomes the mission for uh, 2024. Not so fast. Guess what? It is the mission again. And that means that as you are watching the Sunday night tilt, for instance, between the Broncos and Vikings, you can sit on your couch, watch the game and enjoy a delicious can or two of Before I Die from our friends at Surly Brewing, who have so many delicious beers. The Logic Bomb, my personal favorite, Furious. I mean, we could go down the list, but Before I Die is what it's all about. Uh, check it out in um, in your bars, liquor stores, Before I Die, now in 12 packs as well from Surly Brewing. We combined the goal of Purple Daily, the goal of Surly Brewing, and the goal of every Purple fan in town. Amen. Before I die. Amen. Uh, last night, I had some vegetable stir fry and some salmon. I was very, very healthy last night. But yeah. the truth is, I know this might shock some people. Not always great at getting 
all of the nutrients that I need from food. And so that's where AG1 comes in. A handful of years ago, I discovered AG1 products. They've added a ton of value to my life. It's like nutritional insurance to start your day. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support. One scoop mixed with your water either in the morning or maybe it's middle of the day like early afternoon can fight off brain fog. That's what's been a big help for me. Uh, 75 high-quality ingredients that give me important daily nutrients. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash purple daily. That's drinkag1.com slash purple daily. Uh, Judd, tell the audience, too, about our favorite van roaming around out there. helping. Hot, it's hot tub season, okay? That van, of course, that van is the van, and that noise is the noise. Well, I'm not really quite sure about that. From our friends at Finch Home yeah. Solutions, Cody Finch and his team taking care of any electrical issues that you might might have, as Phil just said. Hot tub season, it's getting chilly. You're thinking, you know what? Let's install a hot tub so we are nice and toasty. But guess what? You got to have a lot of um, electrical installation that goes along with that. Finch has your back on that. They've got your back on projects big and small. And, of course, there is nothing more important than the electrical issues in your home because that's how you keep your family safe. And it is a 1,000% not a DIY project. It is a project for the experts at Finch to take care of. Uh, Give them a call, 612-357-2604, or um, go to their redesigned website, finchhomesolutions.com, and set up an appointment there. It's an easy-to-navigate website, finchhomesolutions.com. Cody Finch and his team have your back. All right, guys, time for Write it down. You like writing things a down. final lap around the room here. Joe, what's your third and final prediction? Uh, my third and final prediction is this. I'm, I'm going to try and get a little bit ahead of the ball game here, um, considering that we have another meltdown in Buffalo going. Stefan mm. Diggs will not be with the Buffalo Bills after this season. Stefan Diggs is going to move on. He's going to force his way out. He is a royal pain in the posterior. Um, I really feel like the Bills' window of opportunity has just closed. Like they didn't yeah. get there too bad. Uh, the big bad Chiefs create some problems. So Stefan Diggs is going to force his way out of Buffalo. He will not be with the Bills after this season. Feels very. It feels more contentious than the Minnesota thing. But he did like boycott practice a couple of days it, it's it's kind of the same vibe of like he's not happy we don't know exactly why he's not happy and there's cryptic tweets being sent out and and then uh, when you think he's okay again he gets pissed off again right yep he's and by the way i think he's a you know we hung out with him a couple times at like radio row and he he came and dumped a bucket of water on on me yeah. at the state fair for a like a, Enjoyed that. a bet like he's a good guy super competitive but He's kind of a front runner. Like if things are going poorly, he he's got a little front runner too. I feel like he changed too, don't you? Like I I don't I think mean, he was this big a pain in the ass for a few years, and now it's just like every time, and it's never his fault. You know, it's yeah. always I'm not getting the ball, blah blah blah. But anyway, I think his time in Buffalo is coming to an end. Okay, right. write it down. You like writing things down. All right, write this down. I have a JJ prediction. 
when Justin Jefferson does come back to the Vikings, write this down, he will have a multi-touchdown game in his first game back with the Vikings. So in Justin Jefferson's first game back with the Vikings, multi-touchdown game. Write it down. There it is. Now we're cooking. Write this down. Now we're cooking right there. Cooking with cooking with gas right there. Okay, Judd has inspired me. I was going to do a Brian Flores prediction, but I can make that prediction anytime in the next couple months. Your Bills prediction has inspired me to do a three-coach firing parlay here. Oh, right, very Zolgadian of you. Yes, I yeah. like this. And I think it is a three-item parlay. Two of them seem kind of likely, but one of them is not nearly as likely unless you think about it today. Okay. So uh, these three coaches will no longer be coaching their current NFL teams, I'll say, on By March 1st. Yeah, I got you. I'll give myself a little leeway. March 1st. Sure. Ron Rivera, Brandon Staley, mm-hmm. Sean McDermott. I think they've gone as far as they can go. Like it, it feels like they had a they had a little bit of a window, maybe. I mean, they were playing the Chiefs. Like I like was, this. I love it. And this. now it's kind of careening the other way. They just desperately fired an offensive coordinator. Josh Allen's not the same as he was since Dable left. Diggs is pissed. The defense has fallen from top three to mid pack, and it, it everything feels like it's just sliding the wrong way. And McDermott's calling defensive plays now, and it's actually gotten worse. Yeah. It's, I, I think thing, it's going to be too hard to put the toothpaste back in the tube here for them. How do you look in, in today's league? How do you look at your situation if your team is not um, not playing well and think to yourself, we're going to make a coaching change and I want a defensive guy? You, you know, like Josh Allen, clearly something's off there, right? Yeah. Can... Can the Bills coach identify? I mean, I you know he's a defensive guy, right? Like so, yeah. their schedule too is brutal. So they're outside the playoffs, right? They're like tied for the nine or ten seed right now. So they're like out of the playoff picture. They play the the Jets, who already beat them once. It's a home game. Then they play at Philadelphia by week at Kansas City, home against Dallas at the Chargers. Patriots should be a win, and then at Miami at the end of the season. Dude, like, they're going to have to win at least five of those games. They have to go at least five and two, probably even better in the AFC. Mm-hmm. There might be some firings. So, all right, there you go, boys. Those of you write that down predictions, down. little accountability down, session. You like writing things down. Only show in America that's dumb enough to put statistics next to our predictions on this and our other uh, weekly edition, the OG version of Write That Down on the Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd podcast. Let's pop that graphic back up on the screen here because it's time for the quarterback cesspool challenge, a weekly celebration of the worst quarterback play in the NFL each week. We'll get to last week's results here. Very interesting. Uh, But here's how it works. Each member of the show picks a quarterback. We draft quarterbacks each week that we think are going to be bad. We measure it by QBR, ESPN's QBR, just who had the worst QBR among the three quarterbacks we choose. It's kind of like a survivor pool. We can only pick the same quarterback once, and then you're done. You can't pick him again. And all three of us have to draft different quarterbacks each week. If your quarterback doesn't play, you just get a default average QBR, which is 50 on the 0 to 100 scale. So last week, Trevor Lawrence had the worst QBR in the NFL in that Ass kicking so against San Francisco, man. Trevor Lawrence. This is so, but but I mean, this is why, and it didn't work at all. But it's why I took Kirk. 
right? Because you, like, yeah, you, you, you never know. And you know. need to take guys like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you made the right decision because you picked the second worst quarterback in the NFL last week. Tommy DeVito. Tom, did, you see, Tommy. did you see his quote? Did, no. did you see he, about his mom? <laughs> yes. He lives with his parents and he was talking oh. about how his mom. He's like, I don't got to do yeah. any work. Tommy I come DeVito. Home, my mom makes dinner for me. Classic Gen Z guy. Oh, my God, and he got so ratio, too, by people who who are like, God, he's going to be a great husband someday. But it's brilliant if the Giants, what they're doing now is just leaning into the tank, right? They're like, what's what's the least inspiring thing we can do at that position now that our uh, top two quarterbacks are out? Let's put a guy in that was undrafted from one of the worst football teams in the Big Ten who lives at home still. That'll really inspire the other yep. 52 guys on the roster. So, Oh, my God. It's so true. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito or Danny. Which one? Which DeVito do we want? <laughs> I think they might want to try Danny. Just do like a little uh, wildcat or read option for next week. But uh, he, uh, Tommy DeVito had an 18 QBR. So Judd is the winner. Picks up his third victory, third weekly victory on the season. Declan successfully uh, pigged, uh, pegged Derek Carr against that Vikings defense, a 23 QBR before he was knocked out, almost literally. <sighs> I tried Jordan Love against that Pittsburgh Steelers defense, and he did throw a couple picks, but they wound up giving him a 72 QBR. So that's really good. Right? One of his it's better performances yeah. of the year. So with that, Judd gets the weekly win. He's up to three wins. So weekly wins, Declan leads with four. Judd has three. I have three. The season average QBRs, Declan back in front, 39.7 average QBR on a 0 to 100 scale. It's pretty damn good. Judd, 43.2. And uh, with help from Jordan Love, I have moved back into last place, 45.7 average QBR. So we draft in in reverse order of last week's standing. So I get the first pick this week. Declan gets the second pick. Judd gets the third pick. If you guys need help with like your list of quarterbacks you've used, just let me know. I've got it in front of uh, in front of me here somewhere. So, all right, this is what's tough. Tommy DeVito is like you almost have to take Tommy DeVito, right? Tommy DeVito, yeah. He's Tommy DeVito. He lives at home. Tommy, let me tell you something. He's got his mom cooking for him. Uh, they're playing on the road at the commanders. Now the commanders just traded away two of their pass rushers. And so they're not getting after quarterbacks quite the way they did. But Kenny Pickett has also been one of the worst QBR quarterbacks in the league all year. And I have not used him and he's playing at the Cleveland Browns who now know with Deshaun Watson out for the season, the Browns know like defense is the only thing that's going to carry us going forward. Man. Yeah. So do I want to give Declan get, a free run at Tommy yeah. DeVito? What are you doing? Don't get cute here. I've, by the way, I've used I, Kenny Pickett, so I I can't even use Kenny Pickett. I know, I but like, but the well. Browns are the best. Me. The Browns are the best defense in the NFL, and it's at Cleveland. You know, hey, you or would to... you rather have a guy who is living at home with his mom <laughs> who yeah. posted an 18 QBR last week? Who right. sounds no like a Sopranos started. extra? He sounds like I mean this guy if he, if he if he's not making the drive from Jersey, right? Like he sounds like he should be. I mean, it's such a great. I mean, I'll take name. Tommy DeVito. That's Tommy fine. Spoiler making the drive from Jersey. They play in Jersey. They, that's right. They play in Jersey. He's like, I go across the parking lot, right by Jimmy Hoffa's. All body. right, you guys, you guys are right. It's got to be. Although you did pressure me into Jordan Love last week, and that we was did. wrong. We did, but it's Tommy DeVito. 
it's possible they find somebody else to play quarterback. You might not even get a second crack at it. So I will. It's true. I do think Kenny Pickett is a great pick here, but I will I will take Tommy DeVito. All right. Declan. All right, my pick. <laughs> I will take Baker Mayfield this week. He's playing the 49ers defense. Oh, God. I'm going to take Baker. Bucks have played a lot better than we what we thought they were going to be. From the beginning of the season, they started off their year with obviously a big win against the Vikings. But uh, Baker's actually he hasn't had too many clunkers QBR wise here. He's had a few, but he's he's been okay. He's been mostly he's been in solid. that like yeah. he's been solid. He's usually been in that fifty range, but he's going against the 49ers, who I think are back here after a little bit of a injury bug that hit them. So I will take Baker Mayfield this week in Santa Clara against the 49ers. It's a good pick, man. It's a really good pick. In Flores, I trust. Wow. Russell Wilson, who I have not used yet. Russell Wilson is my selection. Brian Flores, you go do you go do your work. You do that thing you do, Brian Flores, <laughs> and bring me juicy, to man. a QBR victory. It's juicy. So Russ had a 38 QBR last year. It's up to 50, 52 and a half. He's been an above average QBR quarterback, but this is a good pick. Is a good pick. A lot of good options, juicy options out there this week, boys. PJ Walker is going to start. Gonna, you know, he, like, he's on my list. Yeah, I just don't know <laughs> if it's him or DTR. Like the Browns haven't, I don't think, named the guy. It'll probably be PJ Walker. But PJ. yeah, so didn't want to get burned either. So there it is. That's the quarterback cesspool <laughs> challenge, right there. Here on Purple Daily. Uh, hey Dex, if you're looking to make watching football more fun. Between now and Monday, uh, where, where can the audience go? You can go to Underdog Fantasy. Great way to get some sweat on games. Great way to get a little payout like my guy Josh did here. Look at this five-item slip for 1500 here, okay? Puts hires on TJ Hawkinson, Kamara, Tyler Boyd, Chris Olave, who had a big game against the Vikings. Rides a lot of these hires here. So shout-out to my guy Josh uh, for with a big win here. And if you haven't joined Underdog Fantasy, great way to get a sweat on game. New, uh, new members get a $100 deposit match plus a mystery pick'em special. So when you're making those pick'ems, they'll give you a special option uh, for that first option of your pick'em special. You can go to Underdog Fantasy, download the app, use promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. All right, boys, that's a wrap here on Purple Daily today. Tomorrow, State of the Offense. We've got Feedback Friday coming at you on Friday morning. Uh, and also, don't don't forget Vikings Vent Line, which has been just a joyous celebration the last two weeks. Right after Sunday night football, Broncos and Vikings on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Thank you guys for making this one of the most popular, inexplicably, football podcasts in America. We'll see you tomorrow.